this is something strange. Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to episode 41, a Christmas special. Yeah, Merry fucking Christmas. On this episode, we have been to the cinema to watch Black Christmas, Blumhouse's new offerings. We also have our Summit to Screen About section, which we are going back to uh, the In Search of Darkness documentary, and we are doing the years 86 to 87 in this episode. And our movie, From the Vault, picked by Mr. Paul Butcher, is none other than Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, this is Halloween. First time I got to see that, so yeah. Yeah, your got, first, just first, got, first uh, watch. Just got a quiz you on it, really, haven't I? Well, don't, don't quiz me too hard. Um, <laughs> how you been? Yeah, cracking. Like, you know, lead up to Christmas, mate. Which uh, This will be released on the 23rd of December. So you get to have this nice little bit of horror and spookiness just into, you know, get rid of all that fucking turkey shit and just listen to this. Creepy Christmas. Fucking right. Exorcist, uh, Exorcist episode's going well. Lot of, not one little, quite a nice little popular episode, Last that. episode, for episode 40. It's mm. on there now. So go and listen to it. Yeah, it's cracking. Um, so what have you been up to? What have you been watching? I started this week watching The Witcher. Um, sort of. Is I that d- on Amazon? Yeah, no, it's, it's Netflix. Oh, no, it's been no. described as like, could this be the in between Game of Thrones sort of thing? Okay. Um, and it's got stars like um, Henry Cavill. Yeah. As The Witcher. Yeah, he's got like a ponytail, isn't he? It's, well, no, he's got long hair. He's just a beast, and he speaks really weird. But it's like a fantasy sort of thing, like dungeon. I don't know if it's like I describe it Dungeons and Dragons. I think it's it like it was a game. It was a game. Yeah, it was a game. Yeah, like a like a board game. No, a computer game. I computer think. game. Yeah. Okay. So it's weird and quite violent. And yes, there are levels of nudity and gratuitous violence. And there's monsters. So there's a bit more fantasy. Gory. Gory. Very gory. Oh, is it? Very gory. We're talking, you know, lopped off heads and limbs. Okay. And lots of blood. Might so watch that. Sounds, sounds all right. Just not sure of it. Okay. At the moment. Was well, that just episode one? I've probably watched about four episodes. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> you've got four episodes? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, maybe I won't then. But no, I, I mean, I'm enjoying it. And there's lots of okay. the, 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 the scenes are very interesting. I'm just like, I don't know if it's going to be my thing. Okay. I don't know, if, but it is so far. I can't stop watching it, so it must be <laughs> cool. Yeah. Excellent. So there you go. Any other movies you've been watching? Any? No, there's nothing. Like obviously, there's a little thing that we watched the other day called Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> it's got horror elements in it. Well, it wasn't a horror show. No spoilers. So <laughs> no spoilers on this uh, on this pod. But no, that was um, sort of the biggie. Mm. And then a couple of Christmas movies, obviously. Cool. <laughs> you know, not uh, not anything Christmassy. I haven't watched Silent Night, Deadly Night, or anything like that. No, horror Christmas stuff. No, nah, I didn't go back and watch Jack Frost. I I went back and watched, uh, rewatched uh, the original Black Christmas. The Thank original, fuck. Yeah, the original one. I, I I just thought I'd revisit it just um, 
Just get in the old Christmas mood. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. I did, however, get to catch that Wounds that you watched. Oh, okay. That I what the fuck was that about? Mate, <laughs> you fucking tell me, man. It's so weird. It's. I didn't like it. Um, I don't know. I liked bits of it, but then... Um, obviously I won't go into spoilers, but there's, I just, yeah, the, the ending was just a bit. Dakota Johnson. If you want to see Dakota Johnson pissing on a chair, then watch it. Some people might want to watch that. Yeah. Anyway. So very random is really, really, I just didn't get it. So maybe that's my problem. I also have finished, um, the, that series Daybreak. Oh, yes. What did you think of the ending? really good but it's uh not getting renewed it's been cancelled so how could what they do a that? waste of fucking time i mean i didn't need a did i need i would i didn't need a second season Don't i think spoil they, anything. i think they rounded it up quite nicely i know there's obviously more that they could have done yeah um, well, i liked it i thought oh, really, it'd be nice she's to see great some more. she's yeah. going on to do the, the the girl in it is going on to do some shit oh right? yeah without a doubt without a doubt uh, and maybe, i was a bit uh bit gutted about that but never mind it was good anyway for what it is i yeah. still i still recommend it to, to hell's yeah Net, that's netflix it. um daybreak so definitely go out and watch that yeah definitely well so what, what about any so we get on to some news yeah we'll go for a little news um so there's a couple of trailers dropped in the last couple of weeks i don't know if we talked about the ghostbusters one you did didn't you you talked about the Ghostbusters one a couple yeah, of weeks ago so yeah. add into that we've had the grudge Mm, we saw this in the cinema uh, advertised before we watched Black Christmas, didn't we? Yeah. Looks quite all right. Looks I quite thought. dark. Um, what's his face from Harry? What's his? Uh, it's the guy from Searching. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, yeah, the chap in that. Heading up that and doing another horror. Just got a different... Is it a different twist or is it like... I think it's the same tale. It's James Wan, right? Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, it's a tale that's moved on. So it's it's not like doing a rehash it's like the mythos revisiting the mythos in a different sort of era i guess the house is still there it looks different because Mm. from the start of the trailer i didn't it didn't really i didn't say oh straight away i was oh this is the grudge remake or grudge film straight away i was like oh what's this and again they showed a lot in the trailer Mm. which i was like come on guys i don't know what it is with everybody showing so much in the trailers was that one we watched the other day which we just looked at and was like all right i've seen it now Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. They Literally, if you can, if you go to anything, just close your eyes, because they show pretty much the first, second, and third act. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe, well, unless they're sending us down a garden path, but it just felt that way. Mm, it was so, a long trailer, and they yeah. showed a lot of stuff in it. Another one, um, St. Maud. Okay. Um, which uh, I just sort of showed you before this. Yes, it, it did. just look, it's out in the spring and it's done from um, it's coming from A24 who did Midsummer, mm. and I'm just like, okay, so what does that mean? Does that mean it's an arty fight? And I'm just not sure what to expect. Mm. It looks freaky, it looks uh, sort of demon esque. It, it's like it looks like it's British made as yeah. well, like it's got a lot of Brits and stuff like that. And cool, no one we know, no one big, which is interesting. I, I don't know, I'm gonna we're gonna probably pencil it in to do a uh, sure. later time but it just looks weird so not really sure on that one um trailer's really cool just didn't know what to think which mm. is great i'm no, like no. i'm kind of like do i risk it but, and then obviously 
The big run that dropped a couple of days ago. Oh, the big run. Well, say big one. It's like a 20-seconder or something like that. Barely 20 teaser seconds. Teaser trailer. Yeah. Te- as they say in the business. A teaser trailer and a proper teaser for um, A Quiet Place 2. So what did you think? Well, it gave fuck all away. Brilliant. It, apart from the fact that maybe they're on, they're obviously on the move to get to somewhere. One thing I've got to say. And the mum's in charge and badass. Well, the mum's in charge at the front and obviously the two kids are there. Where's the baby? Fuck. Well, Did you see any baby there? I didn't see no baby. Ooh. Oh. I th- so I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking? Dead Somebody baby? Somebody stole the baby. Somebody stole the baby. Yeah. Maybe. I haven't read anything. Oh, Don't okay. Get me wrong. I Ooh, just think, because I didn't see any baby. Did you write it? Did you write the story? Is it your... <laughs> wow, well, I'm moonlighting, yeah. Because um, I didn't see any baby unless it's on one of their Because that would give them cause to move. Exactly. Why the you steal a baby? The baby's going to cry. I don't know. Maybe somebody wants to steal Unless the baby. they're hunting them and it's the baby's left with someone else. Yeah, maybe. Don't know. Or I think she got pissed off with the baby and killed it. I think whatever it is, is obviously they've got to move from where they were. Because it looks like not much time has passed. So I think it's going to be a, a direct, literally just leaving straight from where, where they left off. My hunches, yeah. because because she she still looked um, like she w- had just had a baby. If you if you look closely, she still looks like she's got a little bit of a bump. Okay, because like, obviously she's just given birth to the baby. That'd be very clever. Unless I'm putting it? two and two together, I don't know. Coming up with, I don't know. Eight. I just feel the baby's probably dead. They threw it in a well. Oh, you're dark. They threw it in a well because it was just crying too much. Maybe. <laughs> you're, you're dark. Well, what are they going to do? You're dark. It's Christmas. <laughs> And you're bringing the spirit down. In a time where you can't make any fucking noise, how is a baby going to survive? I know. So. It's crazy. Drown it. (laughs) (laughs) You're mental. (laughs) Anyway. Got anything else? Um, But the poster looks cool. Yeah, I got, actually got, I got one more thing. Oh, one more thing about um, Firestarter, which has got some new, new news. Um, I think we talked about it couple of episodes ago so universal pictures blumhouse productions and weed road productions are ramping up to the adaption of firestarter keith thomas has been tapped to direct the reboot um, based on the stephen king novel and that is pretty much all i'm uh, going to give you apart from the scott teams who penned universal blumhouse halloween sequel halloween kills is adapting the screenplay so interesting nice bit of news i fucking love firestarter and I, we always sort of said, me and you chatted in the past, that we want there to be something, like, more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I they think, think they could be, they could do well. something, they could go there. Yeah. Love the Drew Barrymore one, so. Yeah, it's a great movie. Great movie. It'd be interesting what they can, what they can do now with, with effects and stuff like that, being how they are. Um, it might be re- kind of a really visually great thing to watch nowadays i think they can push the boundaries a bit make yeah. it interesting looking forward to that one keep an eye, keep our eyes out for that one um so you got any news yeah i've got a few bits um doctor sleep is coming out obviously next year yeah got blue rizzle yeah a blu-ray coming out and 4k is coming out but there's going to be a director's cut which is which is awesome that i never thought we'd ever get to see so that means more Doctor Sleep, uh, extra bits from Mike Flanagan. Um, this is stuff that you got to put 
and into this director's cut that you really wanted in the original film. So uh, they obviously know the fans want to see that stuff, so they've done it. I think it's going to do great. I think it's, you know, it might not have done so well at the box office, but it's going to be one of those movies that will just come out and it will just get a legacy behind it. I, I know think it. so. I know it now. Because I thought it's stunning and I go out and buy it. I think, yeah, I think the movie is stunning. I was talking about it the other day again. I just thought it was, the whole movie was beautiful, whether it's strictly a horror, whether all these other little bits. I just think it's really, really it was great. cool movie. Absolutely brilliant. Really like that. Um, have you seen the uh, artwork for the new, new Joe Bigos movie, VFW? I haven't. It's, it looks really cool. So, so he's working with, um, what's his face again? Josh uh, Efer. Josh Efer, yeah. Um, but then it's basically, it wasn't written by them. They just directed it and had stuff to do with it. Um, but the poster looks awesome and it's literally the premise of the film just sounds brilliant it's like these kind of like um kind of like um mutant punks are attacking this bar and these old old kind of ex-veterans have to um protect someone in the bar and stuff and it just goes off it sounds a bit like an assault on precinct 13 style thing. Oh, okay fucking cool but it's like it, lo- it looks the poster looks proper 80s if, mate if they bring their sf their like sf special effects team yeah fucking a amazing Pretty, pretty sure it is the same team but I can't I literally can't wait for that because it looks batshit crazy awesome that looks cool um, and also on a kind of like Britain kind of side of things uh, Scrooge adaptation is out soon have you seen that Scrooged yeah no Scrooge Scrooge so not the Bill Murray Scrooge no a Scrooge no have you not seen it before yeah Tom Hardy has produced it and it's going to be on BBC One uh, at Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, and we're really talking good. about we're talking about burn. Yeah, we um, were burning hell. But um, it's, it's got like an all star cast. Uh, Andy Circus plays one of the ghosts and everything. It's proper eerie. I don't think it's like a children's thing. So who's playing Scrooge? Um, it is the guy from Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Oh, I it's think been Eastenders, not Eastenders. Dumbass. Neighbors. <laughs> okay, I think I know who you mean. Can't but I can't name. remember his name either. <sighs> Um, but sweet looking forward to that they always do something random at Christmas so I've been waiting for what was going to be announced so I'm glad I'll be looking out for that watching that all day awesome definitely mate and that's all I got okay well do you want to receive a present oh yeah okay empty um, your sack I'm going to empty my sack am I, getting, am I getting a present first am I yeah I'm going to give you your present first oh thanks and I want you to guess what it is from uh, just by feeling, give it a good old feel. Is it? Is it? Some bath <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you got links Africa. Is it lube? <laughs> Shall I open it? Yeah, it open says, it, dude. Uh, Matt, happy Xmas. Can't even bother to write Christmas. Great. Can be bothered. Can be bothered. Nice <laughs> wrapping though. You've wrapped it. I don't know if it's a change. Normally it's in a bag. I know. Like a plastic bag. Look at me. I've grown in a year. Got a nice wrapping paper with uh, a hair on it and some trees. Like literally a pube. What the fuck is this? What is that? Okay. So what does it look like? A blockbuster, like, it's like a VHS. I wanted you to think that it was the VHS, like, you know, a horror VHS. I wanted you to, you Well, know. I thought that, but I didn't want to, <laughs> like, guessing. But it's a game, blockbuster, a movie game for anyone who has ever seen a movie. So now you've got to go and... Uh, cool. You've got to take that away, and hopefully it might be something we can use on the podcast at a later date. 
That's amazing. A little bit of a beauty of a game. It's got a buzzer in it as well. Mm. Thanks, buddy. There you go. Something else. What is this? This is a treat. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is. What I can see is it's a Halloween seasonal witch t shirt. Yeah, fucking yeah. retro one. Really? But you haven't got it, have you? You haven't got it, have you? No way, man. <laughs> it's cool though, because it's like a retro style, like 70s kind it's of. T-shirt. Almost like a baseball t shirt, but it's no, not quite. That is fucking awesome. I fucking love that. It's sweet, isn't it? It's got the three masks on it, and it's like an advert. It's fucking sweet, mate. Cheers, man. I really like that, man. Awesome. That's fucking awesome. Thank you very much. No problem. I've got a little prezi for you down here. Can I open that one first? Oh, my God. What do you mean first? I've got, I've got two. I mean, your wrapping... I've done, I've done my wrapping separate. Your wrapping's got ropey, mate. Ropey? Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> so I got a little... Uh, I, I think I've got a T-shirt. I'm not really sure. It's black and it's material. And it's in a bag, so this is quite exciting. See, what, oh my god! So I'm unfolding it, and I have got. Oh my god! What's that? Oh, you <laughs> little fucker! This is mint. I've never seen. I've never these. seen this. How the fuck did you find it? So I've I've got a Knight of the Comet T-shirt. <laughs> um, with that is fucking incredible. How the hell did you find I this? Know. I had to trawl away for it, mate. Okay, because I found yours on eBay. It's amazing. Isn't it? <laughs> really cool that's immense i love it i think it's a cool t-shirt oh, it's man, got like a comet in like a kind of almost looks like the old um dawn of the dead yeah, like, yeah, logo yeah. stuff that oh i like that a lot it's really cool cheers dude no that's worries. fucking awesome i love it it's cool thank you i'll give you oh shit this is this oh you got another what oh you're such a oh can you hear that this is can you hear that I think he might have given me back Blood Beach, (laughs) (laughs) which we we still haven't watched. But you are definitely going to watch it. Okay. It Uh, it was called Blood Beach, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I think think you sent me a video, a picture of this. Like, oh my God. So, what is it called? It's called. I basically got one of the old um, shameless. Yellow DVDs and the film's called Ratman. Read the quote. What does it say? He's the critter from the shitter. <laughs> this is fucking awful. Oh my god, there's so much nudity at the on the back. It's ridiculous. Like this is ridiculous. Probably it's a little what, Ratman. Probably watch that one again. What's the runtime? 78 minutes. Perfect. <laughs> 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 made this immense. What you like that? Ratman. The critter from the shitter. <laughs> Damn right. That's fucking it. That's my pick, mate, for next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sure should be. Oh, uh, yeah, you know I watched that. You ain't watched Blood Beach yet, but... <laughs> mate, that's fucking awesome. Thank you. No, thank you They're very really much. Appreciated. I'm going to wear that with pride, mate. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely going to wear that. It's like your cup of tea. I'm gonna... Awesome. Right. So. Presents done. Christmas done. Early. A little bit early, but we're all good. Yeah. Um. So now we need to move on to our main review then, dude. Let's do it. Fact, and that is that I got a 
So, this week's review is Black Christmas, a Blumhouse remake or reboot. Uh, so, a little synopsis. A group of female students are stalked by a stranger during the Christmas break. That is until the young sorority pledges discover that the killer is part of an underground college conspiracy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I mean, you're making it sound better than it was. I mean, I mean, it was good. Oh, oh, oh okay. All right. <laughs> Your initial thoughts, dude? Um, okay. Um, I don't want to go like straight into it, like start delving deep into it. Okay. Should we talk about things we liked first? <laughs> Maybe we start. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought the, it was it was not what I expected. No, Obviously, stars the it stars the um, intoxicating Imogen Poots, um, who's been in she's been in quite a lot of movies. She's been, been loads of fucking movies, movies, mate. She's quite a really good actress. Yeah, and and she was definitely one of the good things about this movie. I thought she was brilliant. She that was, was one of the good things. Um, fucking wasted in this movie, mm. but also what's his name? What's his name from uh, Princess Bride? I can't remember how you say his name. Carrie Owls. Carrie Owls. Is that how you say it? Oh, fuck knows. But um, yeah, the dude from Princess Bride basically is it, it plays. Um, the, oh, he's the principal. The principal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Right. So, good things about this movie. Hmm. It was. It's very bleak, but in a good way. So, tonally, it's um, kind of like a shift to, away from like. I don't know the sort of modern day slapsticky um, slasher. It's hmm. it's quite it's quite. Have you seen serious? Have you seen the original? No, I haven't. Like we'll talk about that in a minute then. Okay. But I just thought it was a very dark slasher. Um, it's quite tonally serious. The message that they were trying to get across was very in your face, um, which we'll probably go into in a little bit. A little bit later. How did this fare up to the Black Christmas? Is Black Christmas quite a serious slasher? So, okay. So this... How do I do this, right? I don't... Like, by the way, we might spoil things as we go forward. So the original, original 1974 version, um, is, in my eyes, fantastic. Margot Kidder is the main one in that, isn't she? Yeah. Well, she's not the main... She's in it, but she's not the main... She's the main person. Um, she's fantastic in it, by the way. She's fucking hilarious. Um, now, the original, again, had a quite a strong message in it. Um, it was kind of the first of its time around that era. It's like, it is kind of one of the films that kind of paved the way for, for a lot of movies. You know, without this, there would no way be no Halloween. Halloween, you know, came from this. But um, it, I rewatched it, like I said earlier, and there's bits in it that really, like, oh, freak you out a bit. Yeah. Like, there's a whole, like, I don't want to spoil too much because I want you to watch it, but there's a scene in it uh, invo- involving a phone call that even now puts hairs up on the back of my neck. It's, like, freaky. It's, like, it's just a very strange movie um, with a kind of a big twist. Um, but now... Is the original got one killer? So the... I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna okay. spoil it for you. But what I will say is that this literally, pretty much, has not really got anything to do with the original or okay. the remake, apart from it's in the in the sorority. Okay. 
Nothing wrong with that. There's and nothing, there's a few nods there's, to it. There's, a, there's it. nothing wrong with an original there story. There is nothing wrong with an original story. They can story. tag it and call it Black Christmas. They it's, can. But what I think they should have done, they I don't understand why they've taken the IP of the original, completely kind of done a different thing, and it it they, they might as well just call it something different. Yeah, but we moan a lot. About you know movies just sort of doing rehashing the. I don't think we do moan a lot about do. that. Well, okay. I'm, when I there are we, people out there. There are, there, are d- yeah. there are douchebags, not us. We don't give a shit. Mate, you know me. Rehash I'll, all day. We, we both embrace new ideas and new yeah. horror. I don't care if it's a reboot, a remake, whatever. But my problem with this is that the original is fantastic and. I'd rather see an out-and-out remake than something that that, that is, is completely and utterly miles away from the original. Okay. So why take that IP? Because you're selling something to people that are going to go out and they go, Black Christmas, oh my God, I love that movie. They're going to go along to it. That's the sort of people that are going to go along to this mm. and watch it. And they're not the sort of people that are going to go and watch something called Black Christmas that is completely and utterly different to the original and the remake completely different so this is what i don't understand is why take that like premise why not just change it totally i know why they haven't because they want black mm. christmas and they want to get bums on seats yeah so but and, they done, they, and, they, and, they, and the black deceiving. and the black christmas kind of made sense in terms of what they were dealing with in the movie um in terms of like you know i suppose like the, the reason for the the, the sort of killers and stuff See, like that. This is what I need. Oh, I, mate, I'm trying, mate. I'm trying to find some kind of loose connection and stuff like that. And, I, I think that uh, I, I'm sorry, but this is the one I think I'm going to have to go. You know us, where we are positive about a lot of things, but I'm going to have to go hard on this, mate. It's just like I'm going I'm to put my feet down and just be like, there are good things in this movie, but this movie fucking sucks. And I'll tell you why it sucks to me. No, I've never heard those words come out of your mouth. Because... <laughs> The writing is awful. Okay. The acting is great. The filmography, fantastic. The scenes, brilliant. Even the dress is cool because they're all in the kind of, like the wardrobe is brilliant. It's yeah. like they've gone for a kind music. of Music. Yep, music, fantastic. So these are redeeming facts. But you can have all these, but then you fuck up the writing and it doesn't work. Now. You're angry. My problem is <laughs> with this, right? Come on. So... We we get we get we get to this point right spoilers, the the this uh, somebody's attacking these girls in the house yeah picking them off one by one, and then they get to a point where they've just witnessed several people that they live with get killed right yeah okay then they get away just mm-hmm. after being freaking shot out with an arrow and stuff like yeah this. a lot of burn arrows in this and and mm. and they get in the car and they're getting away. Right? Mm-hmm. Up until that point, I was thinking, this is all right. I'll still give it a chance. But then this happens. Imogen Poots' character, what is it? Um, Riley turns around to the girl in the car and says, we can't go, we don't, we can't go to the police. What do you mean you can't go to the police? Because uh, apparently she, there is this thing that they obviously, the, the, the story is centering, centering around, which is, I think, a brilliant a bit, you know that they're centering around this thing about she possibly be, was raped, uh, and it was a kind of a date rape kind of situation where it was forced upon her, um, um, and obviously you have to be careful around that sort of stuff. But yeah. I think they handled it quite well. Yeah, you know, very, trying to get a point over. Yeah, uh, to an extent, 
Now, then she just, in the car as they're getting away, she says, if we go to the police, they won't believe us. What do you mean they won't believe us? It's they, like, they, they, to be fair, they do set up her character in terms of mistrust and she was not believed at the time. Doesn't matter. That's, they are not going to turn what... around and go, oh, you killed everybody. You shot them with a bow and arrow. You, you even hurt yourself. It's, it's totally unbelievable. At that point, they ran out. I don't know whether they just ran out of an idea. And goes, oh, now, how do we get them from there to here, from A to B? A to B? Yeah, so they were... all they did was wrote one line. I don't think we should go to the police. We need to stand our ground. We need to fight back. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They just think they're single-handedly, the two of them, going to go and f- fight whoever it is. Because they didn't know I what just, they were walking into, exactly. really. It's, it's well, bad should... writing. Yeah, I mean, they could have done a classic horror trope, easily done. It's bad writing, you know, they it's could, lazy they, writing. They could have, they could have got um, uh, run off the road. Mate, you and me could have come up with a yeah. better idea. They, they could have done the whole, um, got run off the road, and then have to do, then sort of end up near the place. Or even one of them. And done a redemption story that way. And, you or know, even done... one of them gets kidnapped by them. So they have to go and get her. He didn't... We haven't got time to go to the police. We need to run after him. We need to save our friend who we absolutely love. Girl power. We're going to stay sisters. We're going to fight for our sisters. We're going to go and get her back. Even that. Come on. Just deciding the police ain't going to trust me. You've just literally been like run after. You've been trying to get away from this killer or killers, or whatever, for the, for the last hour. And it's just like, sorry, mate, don't wash with me. It didn't. It didn't. I saw, you know, you definitely were not happy, Bunny. And up until that last yeah. sort of 10 minutes, it was like a fantastic movie. And then... Um, I don't know about fantastic. It was good. It was good. Okay, yeah, you're right. It was good. It wasn't fantastic. But it, it was just, a, it was a watch. I could watch it. And some of the kills were pretty shoddy as well. The first kill of an icicle, I was like, oh, okay. You just basically watch Basic Instinct, well done. You know, no, that was a nice pick, wasn't it? But, you know, it's uh, similar. You know, a melting weapon. You know, no DNA. Done didn't, before, though. didn't even go into that. Yeah, it's been done. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just wanted a raping snowman or something like that from uh, you know, Jack, Jack Frost or something like that. don't know. It's just, it wasn't, it's not my, it's not my type of movie. It's mm. not my type, I mean... You know, um, if you compare it to like like Knives and Skin, mm. which was fucking sort of, I know mean, that's coming of age and different, maybe slightly different, but it had that sort of womanish, virtuous sort of role, mm. and you could see the sort of um, I don't know the theme of the as of now, which is very vital and very important around the, all the stuff that's happening in Hollywood, Me Too, and all that sort of stuff. You know, this had it all in your face, whereas Knives and Skin were sort of like following that. They they were using the what was happening and trying to get their point across, but not in a in too much in a in a way that sort of in, in not in a way that sort of you know was artistic and fit the story yeah, and was kind totally. of like also like we know like the audience could go we know what you're saying but you've done it in that way where this one just went we're going to treat the audience like morons or and just and do that and and it's going to be completely in your face I think that's what it sort of said to me it's it's almost like it's gone. Right, what do we want? It's like they've sat in a boardroom, right? And they've gone, what do we want? We want, right, what what we got on the roster? Well, we've still got the rights to Black Christmas. Let's do that. Okay, Black Christmas. What's big at the moment? Obviously, Me Too uh, stuff just going around. What can we do with this? 
Little Lesson don't make a really strong female empowered film and do this. They could have done that. They could have done it whatever way they wanted and I would have, I would have loved it. Like, trust me, one of my favourite films of all time was one of the first films to be made with an all-woman ca- cast for its time was absolutely, absolutely unheard of. Yeah, the Descent, right? Absolutely love that. It's probably my top, like in my top, like six movies of all time. Horror. To be fair, like we're one kind of genre in movies that kind of, I think, I don't know, to me celebrates um, female characters, strong female characters is horror. Absolutely. To a hundred percent. They they, they exploit, so don't get me wrong, sometimes the final girl is exploited and stuff like that. And maybe in the 80s, there's, you know, a lot of tits and we've heard like Barbara Crampton and stuff like that. But you look at the likes of, say, Sigourney Weaver and yeah, like um, uh, Halloween, Jamie Lee, Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis. they didn't have to get their anything out and they were just really strong female characters. There's absolutely loads. I just, I just think it's like, there's even films being made today that, that handle the, the female um, situation, like films like Revenge. Happy Death Day. Well, yeah, Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Yeah. You know, it's just like, these are strong female-led movies with brand new stories, with brand new characters. Us. Exactly. It's just like, there's so many different different kind of... We're leading the way in sort of like, in terms of hopefully trying to, you know, the, I don't know if they not purposefully make that balance mm. but making real really intelligent movies and stuff like that. and this for me just took a bit of a step back i mean i don't know whether it's because it's a new director and they took maybe a bit of a gamble because she hasn't done loads she's done she did a segment on vhs and she's done a load of shorts and stuff and her writing partner has not done a lot either right. so they wrote it and she directed it so I don't know whether it's just a, a quite a big risk and they've gone, there you go, just go with it, which is ballsy and great. But someone at the end of the day has got to sign it off could on have, the shit. It could have been an average movie, um, quite good Christmas slasher. Um, if no, I'm all they, up for Christmas they, slashers. I'm up just, for any Christmas yeah, horror movie. If they just sorted the end out. I don't. I, for me, it wasn't the end. There's it was, more, the, was middle, it? the middle and the end. Right. Beginning, good. Middle, terrible end even fucking worse i just, I just didn't Fair get enough. it i just i didn't i i just don't understand why it's just like especially when i'm not i'm not going to be one of these old dudes who go, oh original black it was made in 1974 i wasn't even born but when i watched that movie it has so much more heart than this movie it has a, a message in it that you, when you watch it you'll find out okay what it's about um so it still handles that stuff uh, and and it's not derogatory either, um, and it's even funny. It's got funny bits in it as well, and it's it, interesting. There, there was well. really no humour in this. Slight humour. Mm, I were. mean, uh, I mean, how did you feel about the way they handled the kind of how she got back at the guy that allegedly raped her? What the fucking little dancey singing thing? Mm. See again to me, like you know, she's kind of. Dressing up, they're dressing up slutty and making this little song and like. But is that the point? I mean, I don't. I I, I, I don't really get it. Honestly, it... like I I just thought it was like a double negative, almost like you know you're making a point, you're embarrassing him, but you aren't you embarrassing yourselves at the same time? Or I didn't really, you know, I don't really understand the whole sorority thing and all this sort of stuff. Obviously, he's being a dick. Because that's another thing I didn't get is that she's going, she's obviously finding a hard time with this every time she's trying to stay away from this guy. Yeah. And then suddenly suddenly she's up there i mean she didn't want to do it either 
And then suddenly it, she gets up there and does this. And it's and also that. quite, quite a serious topic, mm. you know, date rape. Very serious. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It just didn't. I just don't think it's handled very well. No, I don't, I don't I, think it's I don't, handled I'm very well. Two minds about it. I don't know whether I'm seeing something completely different. Yeah, uh, mate, I'm with you. I, I didn't. I just don't think the whole. The whole way it was done. But she's fantastic. I thought she was brilliant. The way the way she emotes and acts with yeah. her face and stuff like that. But I just think she was wasted. Like everyone around her was. She's average. got a very unique look. Green green room was she yeah. was in, wasn't she? She's yeah, got a very right. unique look, and and she's a good actress. But yeah, not really sure on that one. Yeah. Oh well. Well, should we uh, move on? Yeah, mate. <laughs> should we rate this babble? Yes, rate it. Uh you go first. Wow. Uh, Probably, to be honest, the lowest rated one, four. Four, that's exactly how I was going. Four breaths and that probably, I mean, is is probably one for the, uh, like a point for the, like the way it was shot, uh, two points for Imogen Poots and one one point for the fact that they got a fucking bow and arrow in there that's funny as fuck. Bow and arrow's decent. Yeah, but I give that, that. The rest of it, I just, I wouldn't recommend you go and spend your hard-earned cash on watching this. I'd wait when it comes on a streaming site or something and maybe just watch the first 20 minutes. <laughs> but it's sad because I, I wanted it to be good and I didn't go in it with negative thoughts. I watched the trailer and I thought, I'll give it a try. Um, you know, and, you know, I just went in there completely not expecting anything. And it just, yeah, it just fell flat for me. Shame. So four breaths out of 10 from us. Mm, bloody hell. Lowest rated movie I think we've done. Yep. I think. I'm pretty Possibly. sure it is. I don't know how much Venom got, but <laughs> that wasn't very high. I like that one. Um, okay, so on our next episode, um, obviously we're going to be doing a lot of stuff on that, on that mm. episode as well. Like It's going to be our roundup episode as well, but we needed to find a movie. Well, we're with... going to do our top 10 horror movies of 2019. And the decade. And the decade, oh my God. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be all... Okay, are we going top 10 we're, we're going to do the top 10 of 2019 together right we're going to agree and then we're going to do separate on one for the decade decades. I think definitely yeah, that'd be quite cool. interesting to do see what okay. you come up with alright dude um, but yeah main review wise um, we've got one that's due out on the Boxing Day we think it's called um, Sweetheart from Blumhouse yep um, hopefully we're going to find their service which is actually putting that out before the next episode if not I we've think got, it's Netflix I'm pretty sure yeah if not we've got back like last year we did Birdcage and that was fantastic there's some movies coming out around this sort of era we had Bandersnatch as well so there, there will be something if not we got um, Hole in the Ground which is not on, just come out on Netflix so we got Netflix Netflix <laughs> so we got back up we got back up sunshine cool. but now we've got to move on to our um... obviously before we go on I've got a little surprise I just forgot to give you, you but open this final present why have you got another why didn't you give me this just one just open it alright fuck it now Shut your mouth and open it. <laughs> Shut my mouth and open it. <laughs> so now you can go and watch that the fucking good movie. That is incredible. I love that. Your timing is impeccable. Okay, Matt's just giving me <laughs> another DVD. A DVD Blu-ray. or Blu-ray? It's Blu-ray. Is that Arrow? Yeah. No, no, it's not Arrow. It's 101 films. So I got a Blu-ray of Black Christmas. The original 1974, 1974 version. Oh, yeah. mate. I, so, okay, I will go back and watch this over Believe the weekend. Me, the budget wasn't five million for that one. <laughs> is it? Is it got a low budget, is it? <laughs> no. The new Black Christmas had a budget of five mil. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking rubbish. Right. <laughs> let's move on. Come on, let's fucking Something move on. Something to scream about. Let's do it. Right, so we are moving on with our search of darkness, uh, delving into the um, 80s horror doc that we've um, kicked, that we've been supporting. And this week we um, are looking at 80s, 86, 1986 and 1987 and some bits in between. So I'm going to do the same things we did for the last couple of episodes. So I think we're just going down a treat, some good feedback on it. So let's start with 1986. And the first movie that we're going to be talking about a little bit is The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Absolutely bloody brilliant movie. Bloody brilliant. It's, it's so good, mate. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh, mate, I love I love it. I think it's brilliant. Chop Top, Bill Mosley. Absolutely love this movie. It's like, I, a lot of people like a little bit down on it, but because it's so different to the first one. It looks fun. No no spoilers. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it because you need to watch this movie. But it's, it's just cool. It's just like, it's different. It's wacky. It's weird. They've done weird, a lot of weird stuff, which they go into in the dock in it as well. Yeah. Like they, the, the poster and stuff of like that was like, um, like a uh, copy in the Breakfast Club and stuff mm, like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's and great PR Bill Mosey yeah. Bill Mose got his, like, his job from doing like a... Um, a sort of like nod to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it's like a comedy sketch yeah. almost. It's called uh, Texas Chainsaw uh, Manicure. Manicure, that's yeah. it. So it's funny. So yeah. fair fucking play. It looks really good. So it's definitely on my list to watch. Well, I've got it on a double disc, so I'll, let, I'll lend Ooh. you it. It's on an arrow, like really nice disc. So I'll lend you that because you have to watch it. Okay. Dennis Hopper's fucking great in it as well. <laughs> All over that bad boy. This was exciting for me because I don't know. I just for some reason I just got a buzz to yeah. watch. I've been wanting to watch this for years, and I watched this the other the other week, and I talked about it. And it's the cho- it's Chopping Mall, fucking ridiculous name, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous movie. Um, but I fucking loved it again. So it's just like Kelly Mahoney's in it again, and Barbara Crampton together, and I just thought it kicked ass. It I thought it was a great a, little movie. Such a funny movie, but it's it's. Again, it's that era, isn't it, where they brought them out. Like, it was that um, kind of Night of the Comet. It's all that kind of 80s kind of like... like it's a weird, it's a weird, old, it's a weird old year because the next one was like quite interesting. Yeah. Um, our first trauma one that we get to talk about was Toxic Avenger. Mm. So had a bit of Lloyd Kaufman on the, uh, yeah. on the old um, doc. That was pretty cool because he's so colourful. He's so crazy, colourful. Crazy gentleman, isn't he? But the t- I haven't seen The Toxic Avenger. Really? No. I've got that as well. You can borrow that. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't seen it. You would love it because it's exactly like the same ilk as... Um, Class and Nukemai. Class and Nukemai. I know. Yeah. It's right it up your It looks great. It looks... It's a great movie, man. I've been, I've been meaning to watch it for years. I just don't know why I haven't sat down and watched it. It is fantastic. It's like... Uh, it, it's just... It's just a wacky movie, man. It's like, you don't even know what's going to happen next. It's just fucking nuts. The first superhero from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I just think the whole idea is fucking great. It's it's it's, it's, re- it's a really good movie. Uh, again, I'll have to lend it. Yeah. It's just like, 
It's so good. I'm looking forward to that. And then we get a little bit, don't know, a little bit. So these two have been, these last ones have been quite, I say, slapsticky. Um, this one gets a bit more serious in the guise of um, Poltergeist 2. So that was um, that was a, a good sequel. It was a good sequel. I liked it because I think it was obviously the first one I'd seen quite a few times, but this was the one that I saw loads. Like, like, the... I think we might have had it on like um, a pre-recorded like uh, VHS tape. Like, right. Probably a Scotch one or a TDK. Um, Bassif. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just like, it, it got worn out, but it was just, I think there's more, they kind of had a bit more of a budget for this one. So they did, they experimented it with it a bit more with the effects and stuff. And the effects were maybe a little bit better, I think. Maybe, and and yeah. you had that really creepy guy. Yep. You're all going to die. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? I think he was actually dying in real life or he something looked, like that. He didn't look right. He yeah, did not he's look creepy. right. But then, um, it's the one with the tequila uh, worm. Tequila worm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing that freaked me out the most. Little weird creature that comes and, out of his fucking mouth. And the kid with the braces. Um, there's a scene oh, where shit, I forgot. yeah, all yeah. the braces come out and like time. Oh, it's freaky, man. It was like really freaky, and the dad becomes an asshole and stuff and. It's just um, it's the same cast as well. Vivid, vivid memories about. Apart that from one. the the obviously the well the sister wasn't in it mm. because yeah. I mean, she'd passed. The brother was he in it? I can't remember now. It's a rewatch, mate. Carry it's, on. We've got to put on the rewatch. Carry list. Yeah, mate. It's it's a fucking good one. It's a good sequel. Another talking about sequels. They we've already talked about Psycho. And um, Psycho 2, well, Psycho 3 came out in 1986. Never seen it. You? Nope. <laughs> Got no desire to watch this one. I don't know why. This out of all of them, and most of the ones I've wanted to kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one I'm like, nah, I'm all right. Yeah, I, I've I've never had the desire to watch that one. I've heard the second one's all right. I don't got no desire to watch that but, one either. Yeah, they can. I think, yeah. Mick, I think Mick Garris directed the second one. Okay, I think. Yeah, yeah. that I bypass that one. Me, <laughs> this one, however, I have yeah. no idea why this has not been on my radar. This is our Stephen King movie for 1986, the only one, and it's Maximum Overdrive. Oh yeah, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, the one he directed, <laughs> coked out of his fucking mind. He's come out he, as he came out and said. And he fucking looks like, in the trailer, he just looks coked out of his mind. Right. And the whole idea is fucking nutty as well. Like, you know, technology coming to life and there's some fucking weird-ass kills in it and stuff like that. A lot of people love that movie, though. Yeah. A lot of people love it. Hasn't it got, like, the Green Goblin in the front of the the thing as well? Yeah, that's infamous. And there's some funky fucking music attached to it as well. Hmm. So he got away with it. He did it. It's it's the only one he's directed. Yeah. (laughs) And he looks fucking weird. He looks messed up on the trailer. You saw? Did you see that where his eyes are all like yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking nuts? So yeah, I'll be watching that one at some point. That's going to be a future rewatch. Um, and that, it, wasn't that a short story? Was it a short story? Yeah, it was from his um, night shift. Night shift. Yeah, night shift. So it's, it's it was called Trucks. That's right. So yeah. They sort of developed it into this fucking movie. Fantastic. They're the sort of best sometimes, these little short stories. That he yeah, does. I, I really like that because um, I think Cat's Eyes was in that one as well. Yeah, and then Trope. There's quite a few. There's, yeah, there's, there's quite a lot. Um, Friday the 13th, part six, Jason lives. Mm. So this is the first time that Jason becomes a zombie, I suppose, isn't it? He gets brought back to life in this one. Mm, yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Di- resurrected. Resurrected yeah. in this one. Um, and is it what? So what's this? What's the what's? I can't remember. This like I can't remember the premise of this one. Oh, uh, he gets resurrected. Yeah, I mean this is this is one. Probably, it's another cabin in the. It is another cabin in the woods sort of thing, isn't it? But it's one of those ones. It's probably I don't. I probably get shot down for this, but it's one of the ones that I didn't see the out of a lot. Mm. See the most. I've probably seen it once. Doesn't when I was like a lot younger when I, when I was watching them in order, um, but it wasn't one that I revisited. Okay. Like, you know, like like the previous ones. Not our best one. Not our favorite. Probably that, I... and then I skipped to Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, because that's the one you want to get to at the end of the day. <laughs> that's the one you want to just like move on and go with your life. Um, funnily enough, we didn't talk in night about in nineteen eighty five about part five. They didn't bring that one up, so that was quite funny. Um, but moving on, David Cronenberg, The Fly. What a fucking movie. Amazing movie. I mean, what is there to say about that? Jeff Goldblum and fucking what's the tits? Yeah. Some of the best. Gina Davis. Some of the best um, prosthetic special effects and stuff I've ever seen. It's just like, even now when you watch it back. It's gross. Absolutely amazing. It's yeah. gross. I remember actually being the first kind of one of the movies where I was like, again, I watched that. My dad showed me that when I was really young. It was like way back when uh, Sky Movies first started, like way, 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 way back. And um, yeah, he showed me that movie. And all I remember, one of the grossest pits that grossed me out the most was where he goes to eat a donut and he throws up on it before he eats it. Yeah. It's it like, really made, like that fly shit. And nothing stuff. like, no no body limb snapping that, that, like, that put me off. It was that, the biggest thing, him throwing up on a donut. Uh, it literally yeah. was weird. But yeah, I love that film. A- absolutely brilliant. Especially when he, uh, is it where, that's where he puts, when he puts the dog in the thing and it, it gets all fucked up and all like mounted and shit. Yeah. But it's also the fucked up bit like they they showed on the actual search darkness was around the um where she shoots him in the head with a shotgun. Mm, yeah. And I didn't do you know what? Um Spoilers. Oh yeah, well, but I, I she euthanizes him and I never really got that concept when I watched it when I was younger. No, no. Um and watching it back I'm like, fuck yeah, that was a dark scene, man. Mm. Really dark. Have you seen The Fly Two? Mm, don't don't think it's I have. His son, isn't it? It's 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 a good movie. Alright. I really like it. Son really of Fly. It. Son of Fly. Son of Fly. Yeah. Um, Real man. (laughs) Neither creeps. What more can I say? (laughs) Movie magic right there. Don't need to say anything else. Neither fucking creeps. Fantastic movie. It's just like, I'm so glad we watched it and I'm so gutted that I hadn't watched this earlier. I know. Because I'm like a massive fan of that movie now. Yeah. We're on board. Just totally love it. Love it. Endorsed by Draw One Last Breath. This one, this one, I'm, I'm excited. I will, I will. After watching Reanimator this year, yes, I will be picking this at some point in the future from Beyond. I I've really gone want on to see this Blu-ray. Okay, and you know what? I haven't even seen it. Okay, so that'd be a really good rewatch. It's a Lovecraftian one, isn't it? Another yeah. Lovecraft, another Lovecraft with Barbara Crampton again, and yeah. um, Jeffrey. That's not Jeffrey Coombs. That's the character's name. What's his name? I think that is it, is it Kevin Ferrey in this one. Kevin Ferrey I can't remember the main dudes and stuff like that I can't remember but um, I've got it and I haven't watched it yet and it's one that I really really would do want to watch yeah we're all over that one next year that's that's definitely one we're going to watch because it just looks bonkers yeah, absolutely it does nuts look bonkers. right on my fucking street so yeah I'm all over that we had a little bit of uh, interlude uh, we had as well we didn't really talk about 
as part of the documentary, they went on and talked about music for a little bit as well. Yeah. Went into deep into soundtracks, which is awesome. You know, for us, we love it. So they talk about Lost Boys soundtrack and like some incredible ACDC ones and stuff like um, Storehouse Massacre. Oh, obviously The Shining. Mm. Oh, just incredible, like soundtrack and stuff. But they did go a bit into the metal and stuff like that, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. love The Gate. You know, the soundtrack and stuff like that. So that was really cool. So there's so some really other, really cool bits, like in between, where they're yeah. going deep diving into like the actual, the importance of sound and um, also obviously find the fight they went into Final Girls as well, mm. which is nice little conversation stuff because they had quite a lot of the them as talking heads. Yeah, they could have gone on for days for that. Mm. Though, but yeah. That was really cool. But then we moved on to 1987. Oh. Evil Dead 2. Brilliant film. Fucking. It's probably my favourite, I think, of the lot. I think you're right. It's mine. I mean, there's so many like quirky one-liners and stuff. Like that. It's really like the Evil Dead that I kind of want to remember. The first one was, like we said, when we watched it, we re-watched re- re- it. Yeah. It's dark. It's proper dark. And it's like fucked up. It's kind of messaged your head a little bit. This one's just fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's just like it's kind of Evil Dead Two is kind of what they wanted to do in the first place. Yeah, they just got more budget and did what they wanted to do, and it's just a, it's just a one hundred and one fucking schooling, and this is how you do practical effects. It's like on a budget. Yeah, it's just fucking. Just uh, so much fun looking doing this movie. Away, it? Greg yeah. Nicotero is on this one as well. Yeah, that's good. Legend, old, mate. We've old. met him, haven't we? We have. Oh, Greg. What a buddy. Alleged. What a legend. Uncle Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bet, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, mm. I really do think this is, this is the most memorable Nightmare on Elm Street. It's Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. One of my favorites. It's, I think it's the most memorable one. I'm not saying it's the, you know, purposefully, obviously. I think it's, it's one for one. me. And then this. One, then three. I yeah. think that's, 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 that's fair. But it's just, this is, this is the cool one. This is like ass kicking in the, yeah. you know, you got Kincaid, you know, you got some fucking great, Freddy, you pussy. It's just fucking stupid, man. It's just like the first one where I just love the concept of that they could be who they wanted to be in their dreams and stuff. Mm. And they could be like their alter egos and, and like, it's just really interesting and out there and different. And it was just like, it was just a really cool storyline and some of the effects in it was just brilliant, like just well thought out stuff. Yeah, like, the, the, you pu- can never the puppet, forget on, the puppet, the puppet yeah. on, mate, is and the that, TV smash that is cringe worthy to watch. And, and the, the TV, TV smash, smash was yeah. brilliant. The, uh, welcome to primetime, bitch. Oh, it's fucking. <laughs> it, this is where like uh, Robert England really came into his own in terms of coming up with those Freddy one-liners. Yeah. I, and, and this is why I think this. Whenever you say to anyone Nightmare on Elm Street, they probably go, "Oh yeah, that one with." The fucking that was some fucking strong issues in there as well. Well, Mental yeah, issues, fucking drug issues, sleep fucking... deprivation, yeah, yeah, anxiety, well, it social, yeah. It was, it was it's a great movie, great though. movie, fucking great movie, great year. I love the original artwork on the VHS as well. It's, it's so really... We're doing good so far, two from two that we've seen. The second, I've got this on DVD and I'm ashamed that I haven't watched it. And right. you bought it for me, I think. Dolls. Have you not seen? I still haven't. It's sad. I just, I don't care because I love the, I love the front cover. You still watch it. I know, I sh- and after this, I'm going to have to. It's right up your street. It like, it's proper epic, puppet man. master, demonic toys sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It? It's all down. It's a well up your street, mate. Oh, I just get that. I've seen it. It just looks great. It looks great. Get on it. 
I'm all over After it. After you watch Black Christmas. This this one I and Ratman. Cruise from the children. Um <laughs> this one I'm not sure of. Island of the Alive. It's basically It's Alive Free. Yeah, I've not so this seen is, this. This is Larry Cohen. Yeah. Um is it Larry Cohen? Yeah, it's I Larry. Do Stuart watch it. Gordon? Or is it Stuart Gordon or Larry Cohen? I think it's Stuart Gordon. Oh, yeah. But no, because it's a guy who did stuff, isn't it? Which <laughs> Larry is Larry Cohen. Which is Larry Cohen. Um, and like, he looks like this. He said this is, by the looks of things, one of his most, is like funnest movies mm. that he's done. I've not seen any of them. No. Like, I've, I've always I, got, seen I couldn't it. even get I, what it's about watching yeah. the documentary, but mm. there's a rubber chicken in it. That's all I know. So, gotta watch it really, innit? It's Alive Free. Weird. Weird one that they brought up. Brush past this next one, probably the Lost Boys. Don't, don't we need to talk too much about that? Do we? Don't we really like? Do we? We don't really like that one, do we? Well, <laughs> I suppose if you're a Twilight fan, you probably wouldn't like it. But it's Spark Mate. <laughs> this is the original Sparkly Vampires. <laughs> it's not. It is. This is the film that they, made vampires cool. You the make the makeup people said they were all in glitter. No, they weren't. They put glitter in the blood when they got killed right. if you remember from our Lost Boys episode you can go back and listen to it right now um, but yeah it's like this this film was Mate. like it was like immense for me I, I remember like I've talked about before getting the soundtrack on Best vinyl soundtrack, yeah. on vinyl um, literally wanting to look like um, like trying to grow a little ponytail like Alex Winter his haircut is fantastic. His mother is brilliant. Just like fucking loved it. And he's on the dock as well, talking about it. And he, he sounded like he had so much fun. Mate, like, they all did. It's just like all they did was party and have fun and fuck around. And yeah, it's just brilliant. It's just a, such a great movie. Just like a great version of that time, just capsulated in this film. Just, just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, the two Corries. What more do you want? Frog Brothers, Vampire Slaying, great one-liners, great gore. No, great need twists. I say more? Fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Move on. Ten out of ten. We haven't done <laughs> this. Is this is going to be one of the films we're going to be doing next year? I haven't seen it in a while now. And, you know, Fred Decker's The Monster Squad. Brilliant. Oh. We've watched your dodgy. Uh, yes. DVD. Rip. I think if we watch it again. Um, for the podcast, then we will have to go and buy a decent copy. There's, there's, a, there's a recent German copy floating around, but it's really expensive. Okay. Uh, we'll, Blu-ray. But maybe we'll wait until the re- we gets get re-released. We need to watch it. Don't we? Oh, God, it's so good. Wolfman's Gardner. It's so good, but it's so wrong. <laughs> it's weird as fuck, man. It is such a weird movie. I mean, you've got like... Like we both said, but when we were kids, when we watched it yeah. over and over and over Every, again. It's a death to death to death is awesome well, this is another one we've done for the podcast mm. um hellraiser mm. yep so we've done that quite recently with werewolf dan yeah well it got one of your favorite um lead actresses in it yeah nothing more to be said about that one <laughs> so it's great we love that it made me shit myself when i was younger so <laughs> literally at one of your sleepovers yeah? spawned you know 10 10 i think it's like 10 sequels so it's obviously standard test of time. Most recently was 2017. They've done one in space. So, you know. It's... And you've met the man himself. And we've met two of them. Yeah. Two of the Cenobites. Actually, two of the Cenobites. Two of the yeah. Cenobites now, so. Awesome. <laughs> Fucking weird. Um, and then. Good penmanship. Is this last episode's movie from the vault? Near Dark? 
Was that last episode? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, it was the Exorcist, wasn't it? It was yeah. the one before. Yeah. Near Dark, uh, episode 39. So we got to talk about that. Bill Paxton, fucking Lance Henriksen. Epic. Mm. It, well, it was good. Yeah, a really it's good fun, exciting. It. And it was your first time watching it as well. Really good. It on VHS, yeah. which is dodgy. And so but not, it was good. 1987 was a good year. We've seen most of them. So Dolls and... Well, you've seen Dolls, haven't you? Yeah. So you're, the only one you haven't seen there is It's Life Free. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't have no desire to run out and watch <laughs> it, but I will watch it at some point. For the rubber chicken. And Psycho 3. I think I'll yeah. anytime soon. But it's so good. And we're still waiting for our Blu-rays. Please. Please. <laughs> just send us I just want it. I want it so badly. I just want it. I mean, we're not going to be... We're going to be taking a break um, before we finish off our like exploration into um, in the Search Darkness. So our next episode, obviously, we're going to be doing our roundup. So like we said, we're going to do our top 10... Um, Personal top ten. Personal top ten, and then our top ten of the decades. That'll be our something to scream about, and then the the episode afterward, we'll go back, finish up, do eighty eight, eighty nine, and then that'll be in the search of darkness. And we should have our blue rays by then. We should have our blue rays by then, and we can then probably go into a lot more stuff that's on there. <laughs> Five hour, whatever it's cut. <laughs> so yeah, looking forward to that, man. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Cool. All right then, dude. Let's move on to our mood from the vault. It was my pick, and I picked A Nightmare Before Christmas. Jack Skeleton discovers Christmas Town and he tries to bring Christmas back to his own town with disastrous results. It's pretty much the plot that I got from it. Yeah, is that yeah. fair? <laughs> yeah, kind so, of, yeah. I don't know. It's a kind Tim. Of. It's a Tim Burton stop motion, stop animation, stop animation. Yeah. Stop animation movie, um, sort of a mixture between Halloween and Christmas. So you could watch this at Halloween and Christmas, and it's it's it, it's a musical. Danny Elfman score, one of the most probably epic, well remembered movies ever. I think from a Christmas from a Christmas perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's... I I only, I only know it because obviously Matt has pretty much bought every single. Matt is pretty much obsessed with this movie. Yeah. In terms of buying all the crap. Probably not. I've, I've calmed down loads now. I I can't even remember the last thing I bought, but yeah, I did go a little bit crazy on Nightmare um, Before Christmas merch and stuff collector. Still bring out your stuff every year for Christmas as oh, well, yeah, don't you? Definitely without a doubt. Yeah, I've got to be careful with the kids stuff. <laughs> a little one anyway. Chucking it across the room. Um Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those movies that um I didn't even catch at the cinema. Like uh which I was good. I did catch it when it did the re it redid it, um and did it in a three D version later on. Um but I did not catch it in nineteen ninety three. Uh, I watched it a couple of years after on DVD, 
and just fell in love with it because it was so different um, to me it was like Christmas films were like yeah your staple Christmas films like Home Alone and all the Christmassy feeling ones but this was like it felt like an exclusive movie to people that were into kind of horror uh, but it had an edge on it that was a fantasy edge and it was just a different movie it was just like it's a musical it's stop animation um, and it just had a different feel to it and it's got dark it's a dark fairy tale um, it's not a kids film kids can watch it like, but I don't think it's an out and out kids film no way um, it, I think it, it reaches kids and adults because um, it's got some dark stuff in it as well dark imagery um, I mean you look at like the fact there's Tim Burton stuff yeah. like Edward Scissorhands and stuff like that but I don't know like kids it's, getting it's, shrunken heads for presents and stuff like that. Yeah, but to me it's freaky. gateway horror. Oh yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Horror. I'm not saying it's not for kids, okay. but it's not a kids film. It's not directed at just kids. It's a weird one. You're right. And like some of his stuff is like, you don't know who what who its target audience is. Hmm. And I like that about like Tim Burton and stuff like that. Hmm. I mean, I think another thing is like, you know, like, goths tried to kind of fucking nick it as kind of a film for them kind of dark as or dark it's set dark it's all about kind of like you know halloween town uh all these creatures and monsters and all that sort of stuff oogie boogie man yeah i mean that's quite creepy all the bugs and stuff that come out but um i like the all the you've not watched this is the first time you watched so this was my first time that i got the opportunity to see it and i've have conf- must confess i sat down and watched it at one point before but i switched it off i don't know what what the mood i was in mm. i don't i just don't know but i didn't get it within about five minutes i didn't give it enough time mm. i think and obviously i got the opportunity now to do it and sit down and i loved it really enjoyed it it was um it was a beautiful journey and stuff like that um the creatures and the, everything i can see why you've got all this stuff mm. And there's so much. It's just a, it's just a universe. It is a, a massive universe. There's like yeah. so many things that you can get. Like the mayor is just bonkers. And they're yeah. so like, I mean, you kind of, because you, you you want to keep them. You want to have them as as stuff. Mm. You know, like the Oogie Boogie Man. Is that Oogie Boogie Man? Yeah, it's the, cool. The Oogie triplets Boogie. and stuff like that. Yeah. They're really fucking funny. Lock, shock and barrel. Lock, yeah. lock stock and barrel. And like. Shock and barrel. One thing, so he wasn't. One thing I didn't. I got a quiz ya. Oh god. Uh, so Jack Skeleton. Yeah. You know, it's going to be boning, boning Sally. Yeah. Eventually. Literally. But, but he bought. He stumbled upon Christmas. Yeah. Christmas Town. Christmas Town. Yeah. Right. Then he decided that he was going to get the rest of his lot to do christmas because he was yeah. bored of halloween so basically he's kind of this not to get too like about this film but this film is pretty much about acceptance is about boredom is about wanting to do something different and then discovering that actually life isn't really that bad do you see what i mean yeah so he got bored but he needed to do this to realize what he had um, so and what he'd lost and what people depend on so a lot of people depend on Christmas as a happy time he didn't quite get it uh, what Christmas is about 
but by the end of the film he does understand so it's about him becoming someone and realizing who he is you see what i mean without getting too kind, deep yeah because he's kind of bored yeah of halloween yeah, yeah. and ev- even though and everyone loves him because he's Absolutely. the pumpkin king he is yes and they loved him and he a just he didn't, yeah he didn't really just appreciate it and he and he went off on a little jaunt. That's exactly what it's about. He didn't appreciate yeah, what he had. He didn't appreciate what he and had. He had to do this to understand. And he got everyone involved, the yeah. whole town involved, into doing this. But I think he was, even though they're slightly reluctant. Yeah. But I'm thinking they do what he says. Yeah, he's a man. <laughs> but I think he was trying to do it legitimately. He wasn't trying to ruin Christmas, was he? No, oh, absolutely not. It's not like. But he did kidnap the Grinch. He but hates he did Christmas. Kidnap Santa. Yeah, because he he needed to be the new Santa. That's what he wanted. Yeah. And he got it wrong. And he thought he was getting it right. And he got bombed out of the sky. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Cause, so when he went to Christmas... He, he just misconstrues... What's the word? Misconstrues... Well, because he thought that he, he took it on his own. He sort of got got in his... He got an idea of it. Yeah. And then did his own little spin on it. But he, don't, he doesn't understand. Because the, present, get... the presents he was giving to these kids are what they would want to receive in Halloween Town. Yeah. So that's why. He, he, he didn't do it on purpose to scare these kids. He, d- he thought he was doing a good job and he was giving the presents and all this stuff. Yeah. But obviously it's Halloween Town's kind of idea of presents, not yeah. not in the ideal okay. world. It's good. Yeah, I liked it. It was really good. But it's the, it's the creations, like you're right. It's, it's, it's come from Tim Burton's mind, um, which is which is just vivid and different, especially in 1994, because it was, it was like, it's all these new <laughs> ideas that no one had seen before new characters um you know and it's a standard film of what it is it takes years to make um but every, i i love the songs in it the songs were so well written uh well performed yeah i can see why you wanted to watch that live dude yeah well, i didn't yeah. get to do but um yeah i mean it's just a great movie it's just i watch it every year pretty much every year uh, my kids have seen it you know, I was quite proud of Monroe because um, at school she had, they um, could ask for a movie to watch like, yeah. for Christmas. And she said Home Alone and Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. I was like, don't think I'll play either of them. I wish they would. I'd be a minute. But that was being cool. But I was proud of her for saying that because she could have easily said like The Grinch or something like that. Boring. but Not boring, but you know what I mean. No, I'm a, yeah. Proud of her. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those movies, it's just, I don't know why it just stuck with me, and I thought it was so cool, so rich in its world and storytelling, and I just really like it. I like the characters, I like the drawings, I like everything about it. And obviously he puts, from that movie, he's always put that kind of stamp through all his movies, that the black and white theme, um, you know, the pasty white people. Beetlejuice, yeah. Beetlejuice, that sort of thing, yeah. It's all, all that sort of, and it's like, it's cool because you know it's his film. I wonder why I never got it. I wonder why I never watched it when it first came out. Uh, no idea. It's I not... mean, it could pass you by easily. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that, it's it passed me by at, at, at when it was first shown. It, it was right on my street, but I don't know why I didn't see it. I, just, I must have just missed it. Like, yeah. I was probably too busy get drunk or something maybe it's that era down the yeah. park <laughs> we didn't appreciate the old uh, Christmas we were just getting pissed at my mates don't know the soundtrack's just... brilliant as well really, really cool I play it all the time it's just like there's a covers album that's really cool that a load of bands have done covers of all the songs that you can get it's really cool but um, yeah it's great it's, it's a, a great big movie. deal it's a big deal hmm. this movie like like we did Gremlins last year this is a, bit, this is a big deal yeah yeah it's a great movie What what was your favourite bit 
My favourite. What do you think? I liked um, the lock, shock. And barrel. And barrel. The sort little of their little, their little mischievousness. Like, get, um, just that whole, I think that whole sort of montage of those three. Yeah. Um, with the bathtub and all that sort of stuff. And like, feeding Oogie Boogie. Yeah. Um, and then going out and... Kidnapping Santa kidnapping Claus. Kidnapping Claus, but not bring yeah. back the wrong dude yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was probably my favourite little bit man that's that brilliant I, like, yeah, I, really, yeah. I thought that was really cool and then the other gentler side with Sally and stuff like that which is quite a cute yeah it is again it's like it's about love as well mm. and finding actually because he's kind of mostly throughout the he just ignores her she's yeah. besotted by him and he doesn't even know it and then it takes all of that kind of stuff to realise that she, all the time she was by his side rooting for him yeah do you know what I mean and it's just like yeah, it's like a nice little touch at the end and stuff. Yeah, that that sort of like Edward Scissorhands sort of moments in it and stuff like that. I think my my most favourite bit, I think, is the bit when he discovers Halloween Town. I love that. What's, Christmas Town. What's this? Sorry, Christmas Town. Yeah, when he when uh, when what's he just finds out. Yeah, it's just so cool. It's like yeah. that's why he's like, oh, I want something different, and like. Look what's going on here, and this, this is cool. That's cool. It's gangly legs going life. up. It's gangly legs yeah. going up and down the like the the um, rooftops and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. But yeah, did you notice all the other doors as well, and the other trees, for like other places? What like Easter and stuff like that. Thanksgiving oh, yeah. land. Oh, okay. Easter Bunny was on one. Like deep cuts, like, man. Yeah, <laughs> loads of different ones. So what you got for me then? Hit me some Matt's facts. What's some Matt's facts? I've got a few. Got a few. So this was obviously based on a, a poem that Tim Burton had. So he originally had a poem, um, and it only featured Jack, Zero, uh, and Sally in the poem. But it derived this movie derived from that. Zero, the dog made loads of characters um, from that, which was interesting. And also, uh, there was um, an idea flown around to a sequel to Nightmare for Christmas. But Tim Burton was like, no way, they're not doing it. This is like a special film. It's not happening. Because they were, their idea was that he would go through a different door to another place or something would happen. And, you know, they're all about possibly Easter being involved in it. I'm just so glad it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, it would have lost its appeal. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, Danny Alfman said that this was the easiest um, writing he could do, uh, that he's had in his whole career. Um, said it was so easy to come up with 10 songs it was a joy to do absolutely loved it well, he clearly loves it because he performs it every he year sings, he sings He sings it obviously he sings in the movie yeah um, and you know who does the voice of Jack no uh, no he was in a past rewatch we did he's the guy he's the vampire guy from uh, Fright Night it was shut the Night. fuck up really yeah. that's cool he's as the, fuck the voice of it um, so and you know the voice of Sally, you know who that is? No. I'm that not just, I'm is the mum from Home Alone. Seriously? Captain O'Hara, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she sings in it. She's got That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so this film, over 100 people worked on it for over three years. <laughs> How crazy is That's that? fucking nuts. So long. It's, it's all kind of like, yes. obviously it's different animation, stop go animation. Um, and it's the first Disney um, kind of animated stop-go animated movie ever made. Um, interesting little fact as well that Vincent Price was originally going to do the voice for Santa Claus, right? Um, but or Sandy Claus, um, 
but he basically unfortunately his wife died and then as soon as she died his, his health deteriorated really badly and he couldn't do it so it's a, it a bit sad but yeah. that would have been cool but you can kind of see why Tim Burton has like Christopher Lee in all his other movies yeah. that sort of thing yeah, yeah. Vincent Price Christopher Lee um, there's kind of an ongoing kind of um, feud between um, the director Selick and Tim Burton obviously who's a writer who kind of owns more of the rights over the film uh, because obviously Tim Burton created it but to be honest Selick like basically <coughs> basically did all the work he literally was he did oversee the whole film over the three years and over the three years Tim Burton visited a, a matter of like three times so you know Selick put on a lot of work and unfortunately everybody just sees it as a Tim Burton film but it's not wow he massive he was the, the the driving force behind it not saying to, not doubting Tim Burton or his abilities he is an amazing guy and it's, it's his world his creations but really down to the film it's it's really down to him as he is the director and he took that idea and said they said to him we want a Tim Burton film so he made a Tim Burton film and to be fair to uh, Tim Burton, he was off making Batman Returns and he was in pre-production for Edward. So he had a lot on his plate at the time. That's why he wasn't there as much. So you can't give him that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Don't respect it as much now. <laughs> Just lost a point. But yeah, that's that's pretty much everything I've got. Oh, man. Do you know what I really wanted your facts to be? I'm a bit shame. A bit shame. What did you want? How many items of memorabilia do you think you own? Oh my god! Uh, what individual pieces? Yeah, it's in, if it's individual pieces, it's got to be over four hundred pieces. <laughs> it has to be unbelievable. All different stuff, and it's all boxed up in my garage. Yeah, nice. I've got a few things out, but as you can see up there, there's a box set of uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like a Jack head, massive head, and he talks. I can't yeah. believe that's just a DVD box set. That's nice. Yeah. It's Love huge. It. But yeah, there's loads of stuff I haven't got, but I, I have to stop. I have to run it in, mate. There's a lot of stuff I can't believe they continue to keep bringing stuff in just they to wind you up. Basically, every year, every Halloween, every year, Disney does a new range of stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, but some of it is just like, now it's a cash grab. They're just making him, like they've brought a pop vinyl out of him of a, as a vampire. He's, fuck, he's not a vampire. <laughs> I mean, Jack Skeleton, man. Do one. Oh, but dude. yeah there's loads of iterations like new drawings of him and different mugs and it's just too much there's so much it's rich there's a rich world of of memorabilia and there's so many people that collect it loads, I know loads on Instagram and stuff that collect it which is brilliant it's just like it's, it's cool it's a great movie good great movie great how many breaths are you going to give it I'm going to give it as my first watch <laughs> yeah it will give it a solid 9 out of 10 Good, yeah, that's good. What about you, dude? Uh, it's got to be 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's but good I'll give you that. 9, nine out of 10 is, is fair dues, man. Right. Fair yeah, his first watch was very good. Really enjoyed it. If you didn't give it 9, I would have fucking flipped me. this table. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a 2, guys. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So what you got for us then? It's your pick, man, for, next, for the first movie of 2020. Okay, now we're into 2020. Um... I had a long, hard think about this. And this is a film you keep going on about. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. So I wanted to pick this. So on our first episode of 2020, we will be re-watching Society. 
<laughs> I fucking knew you watched it. it, yeah. No, brilliant. No, I'm gonna watch the squashy sex movie. Squash. I wanted you to say rap man, critter from the shitter. <laughs> critter from the shitter. <laughs> you know what my first pick's gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. You bought Don't it put for me. Through that. You bought it for me. <laughs> Mate, that's amazing. I'm really, I'm really buzzing to see this. I've seen this on so many goddamn things. I think it's a late um, '80s movie, so I think Society is '88, '88 or '89. Mm. So, so that's that's gonna be fun. It had to be done, then. and I know stuff. you've got it. You've I've got an arrow. I got me arrow, yeah. me arrow copy, and plus it's on Shudder. Yeah, Shudder. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on yeah, Shudder. It is, so. yeah. Mate, and there's so much. Stop ma- advertising them until they give us free shit. Oh no, please give me free shit, Shudder. <laughs> they got loads of cool stuff on there. <laughs> I know, it's getting better, it's getting better. Yeah, it is getting better. All right, cool. So that's, uh, I think that's us done. So like next episode will be oh, first episode of 2020, saying goodbye to 2019 right now. And what a year. Um, what a year it's been for horror. So we get to talk all about that. We'll do our um, something to scream about, which will be our 2019 roundup. Um, and then we'll do a, to close off the decade, our favourite 10 movies from the last horror decade. Movies. Not ten, just uh, movies. Yeah, sorry, just mo- horror movies. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's going to be I've hard, done, I've already written down everything. I don't want to give anything away, but it's just, yeah. I've just, it's hard. Getting rid of some of them, I'm just oh, like, yeah, oh, but that one, oh, it's so hard. Okay. And I, it's going to be hard to put them in like an order of my favourite. I know my, I think I know my favourite. I think once I get a list together, it will, I'll, I'll, I'll know. But, that, you know, we can always say honourable mentions, like, that didn't make it. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? All right, cool. So, they've got that. Some screaming about. Our main movie would hopefully be this Blumhouse movie, Sweetheart. Um, and then Matt has just pulled an absolute beaut from the vault. <laughs> One that we both haven't seen? I've seen it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, just me then. Um, society. Fucking great. <laughs> You're in for a treat. I guess there's only one more thing to say. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at DrawOneLastBreathPod at Hotmail.com. <laughs>